0: What's up? Everything Medicare Podcast Nation. This is Christian Brindle. Wherever you are and however you might be listening to me today, thank you so much for taking the time. And anybody that watches our show regularly on YouTube on video, apologies in advance for that folks. Um I've been worked I've been working from home due to everything going on with uh, coronavirus and um not in the office, not in the studio. Um, been working from the home office and so not doing it on video today, just audio on this particular episode and probably this whole week's worth of episodes. So just wanted to apologize in advance for that and I appreciate your patience and I'm sure you understand. Um, if this is your first time listening, folks, this is episode 171 where every single week. I bring you three podcast episodes where we discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. For those of you who aren't familiar with me and my work, I own an insurance agency called Christian Brindle Insurance Services, located just outside of Salt Lake City, Utah, Um, published three books on the topic of insurance, two about Medicare specifically, and this show has touched a lot of people. This podcast has touched a lot of people. Um, And I'm sure you, everybody that's listening, including me, is just tired of talking about the coronavirus. And it's just tired of talking about everything that's going on. And it's just, you need a break from it. It's everywhere that you look. On the news, on social media, um, on the radio, you know, just everywhere. Um, Everybody that you know is talking about it. And it's something that we just want to ignore, right? We just want to, like, curl up with a blanket and just forget about it. Um, But that being said... As much as I don't want to, to talk about it, it's an escalating situation that, in my opinion, is just starting to escalate more and more. And I kind of don't have much of a choice other than to you know, just be open about it and bring you information. I mean, if we did not bring you information that had to do with your health um, care, your Medicare and things like that, um, we wouldn't be doing our job. And so I kind of have to put my personal feelings to the side and just keep talking about it a little bit. Um, and primarily speaking, is because, you know, there's whispers and talks about a national quarantine coming. At the time that I talked to you about this, at the time of recording this, I should say, um, the only areas that I'm aware of that have been quarantined is, you know, San Francisco, California. Um, I believe that they've placed restrictions in New York as they have soared to over 7,000 cases At the last time I looked, it's probably more by this point, um, and this thing is not getting smaller or getting better. This thing is escalating and spreading, unfortunately. In my home state in Utah, we we now have over a hundred cases. You know, two weeks ago we had five. Um, two weeks ago, New York had less than a thousand cases. You know, two weeks ago, we had less than a thousand cases in the country. So this thing is spreading. This thing is escalating. And it's something that we need to have a conversation about. Um, if a national quarantine comes, what would it look like? Um, what would that mean? Um, we can kind of get an idea from you know, California, which is going through this right now. Um, the National Guard is out. Um, from my understanding, I still think people are able to go to the store and things like that, but businesses are closed down. Um, people aren't going to work. The people that are working are working from home, like myself and my staff. Um, So this thing is a pandemic, everybody. Um, Even though in the scheme of things, at least at the moment, we have about 10,000, a little bit over 10,000 cases in the United States of America. And that's out of, you know, 380 million people. So, All things considered, the percentage of people that actually are impacted at this very moment are very small, but what they're trying to prevent is from that number of 10,000 going from 10,000 to 100,000, 100,000 to 10 million, 10 million to 100 million. Um, I even heard some analysts say that they believe that one in every four Americans or one in every three Americans by the end of this will be infected by the coronavirus. Hopefully not. Um... I just wanted to kind of share with you my perspective on this. <clears throat> I was at the grocery store, um, not too long ago, maybe about a week ago when, you know, you could go to the grocery store without getting ran over or without restrictions. Um, and I was going through the checkout line and I was talking to, um, the, the cashier and she was, she was a, a, an older woman. Um, if I had to guess, she was probably in her eighties, um, and so we were talking about it, and we were just having a nice, friendly conversation. And she said, she said um, you know, son, I've lived a long time. I've seen a lot of things in my life. But I have never seen anything quite like this. And I thought, wow. Wow. Okay. Um, and come to think of it, I think all of us can say that. Have any of us truly seen something like this? In an episode I did about a couple of weeks ago, when this was first starting to kind of hit the scene, you know, I discussed how, you know, we've seen a lot of things pop up that kind of got a lot of media attention, you know, from swine flu, H1N1, to bird flu, to SARS, you know, back in 2003, 2004, whenever that was, Um, back to West Nile, probably before that, West Nile virus, from mosquitoes to... Um, Ebola, a couple of different times and occasions, and none of them ever turned out to be as big of a deal as um, the media portrayed it to be. But this appears to be um, a little different than all of those things. Now, at this very moment, if you compare the numbers of coronavirus to the numbers of H1N1 virus, swine flu, swine flu killed... Um, an incredibly amount more people than coronavirus was has it to the point. But the thing about coronavirus is it spreads so easily. It spreads airborne. It spreads... It can, I've, I've heard, and I don't know, I'm not a doctor, but I've heard from professionals that I've listened to, you know, on different podcasts and shows and things like that, that this can kind of spread into your eyes as well as, you know, respiratory system. Um, this is scary. This is really scary. And it's scary, it's scary to a lot of people. Um, I don't recall in, in the history of America, as far as I know, and some of you history buffs might be able to kind of check me on this, but I don't recall a time in America where we've had an outbreak like this, that's kind of required the, the American public to potentially be quarantined for two weeks, for 30 days. Um, I don't recall that. And I could be wrong. At the time of recording this, it hasn't happened yet. Um, by the time you listen to this, it might happen. But it's, looks, it's looking more and more like it's a very real possibility that we may be facing a national quarantine. What would that look like? Would we not be allowed to leave our homes? Would we have you know, National Guard members bringing supplies to houses that don't have them? What would it look like? Would it be a FEMA kind of thing? Delivering supplies to those who don't have it? Um, been a lot of people that have been criticized for stocking up on stuff. I've stocked up on stuff. I won't lie. I, I, I admit it. Um, I didn't buy more than I needed. But I did buy enough food that's non-perishable, canned food, things like that, um, that my family can eat for up to six months. I I saw this coming weeks ago. Um, I bought enough water, bottled water to last us for six months. I bought enough um, diapers, supplies, food for uh, my daughter to last us for at least three or four months. Hopefully that's all we need. Um, I, you know, I, I, I have probably three, four months worth of paper towels, toilet paper, um, cleaning supplies, things like that, just in case we get boxed into our house. Um, And I I didn't buy a year's worth or two years worth or three years worth like some people did, but I did stock up just because I wanted to be prepared in the event of the worst-case scenario. And I believe that the worst-case scenario is a situation where we can't leave our homes for anything and people are not, don't have the supplies they, they, they need because there wasn't enough to go around or they didn't stock up or they didn't prepare, or they didn't take this seriously, whatever the case might be. I have to take a quick break, folks. Um, I will be back in segment two and we'll continue to talk about a potential coronavirus quarantine, what it would look like, what we need to know and everything else going forward. Stay with me Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for sticking with me through that break. Folks, let's talk about what this would look like if we experienced a potential quarantine. I believe that they would still allow people to go to the grocery stores and get supplies. I believe that some grocery stores would stay open. I think that others would would close. Um, I think that's probably what the most realistic chance of that would be. Um, I don't think they'd probably allow people to go out for other reasons, uh, potentially. I mean, what would this look like? I mean, would they... Would they limit us from going for walks around our neighborhood? I go for walks pretty much every evening now that it's warmer um, with my wife and my daughter in her stroller. I mean, we do that almost every day. Um, So what would this look like? What would this look like? Would we not be able to do that? Would we not be able to leave our homes only in certain situations? Would we have people delivering us um, supplies? It's going to be very, very interesting. Very interesting indeed, everybody. But in my opinion, I think we got to look at this from a different angle. How long would it last? Would the government actually send out the stimulus package, checks that we've been talking about? I mean, there's been talks about $1,000 per adult going out. Um, would it be income-based? Would everybody get it? Would you have to be low-income to get it? Um Would it be enough to really help the people that aren't working? I mean, there's a lot going on here. There's a lot of people that aren't able to work. There's some people that have been laid off. I mean, this is a very, very big deal. Um, There's been people that, you know, have seen their um, retirement accounts, whether it be through IRAs or mutual funds or whatever the case might be, um, just disintegrate in a matter of weeks in the stock market from... Their stock's just plummeting in, in, in value and depreciating due to all of the hysteria and panic that's going on. I mean, I can tell you, um, par- I can tell you right now that what I have seen in my own stocks has been terrifying, you know? I mean, my stocks have been plummeting, although I'm of the belief that I'm going to be better off buying more stocks right now while they're cheaper, so I've been... Buying up stocks like crazy since it's been going on um, because it's it's a good deal, you know they're they're cheaper. But for people that are retired, that's not so easy to do because you depend on those accounts for your retirement. Um, it's going to be very very interesting. Um, I'll be bringing you all the information I can while it while it develops, um, and it's going to be um, for the most part. I think um, very difficult for some. And I wish everybody all the best. I hope that you're safe. I hope your family is safe. Um, I hope you're taking the special precautions to prepare for something like this. But who knows, it may not even happen. We just don't know enough information at this point. Folks, thanks so much for being with me today um, on this episode. As always, um, we might be working from home, but we're still working. We're still available to any of our clients. And and also, if you're on Medicare, about to be on Medicare, and you need some assistance, that doesn't mean, just because we're working from home doesn't mean we're not operational. We're as operational as we've ever been. Um, and I am coming to the office from time to time as I can, as while I can. Um, so reach out to us, 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340. If you're on Medicare or about to be on Medicare, um Take the time, reach out to us. Um, We'd be more than happy to talk with you. We actually are licensed to help you if you live in the states of Utah, Idaho, Colorado, Oregon, Texas, South Carolina, Virginia, Florida, and soon to be California. Again, that's Utah, Idaho, Colorado, Oregon, Texas, Virginia, South Carolina. I think I missed South Carolina. Florida, and soon to be California. Okay, we work with um, all of the largest insurance companies in the industry. Um, We can help you with regardless of what you need. If you need a Medicare supplement plan, if you need a Medicare Advantage plan, we're here. We got you covered. Thanks so much, folks, um, for taking the time. Until next time, we'll be bringing you an episode again on Wednesday. No matter what happens, this show will air. Take care. Stay safe. Until next time.